It's October 4th, 2019, and I thought there'd be more Dota Doos by Dota Doos. Dota Doos! Uh, Dota News by now. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is A Buttle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where we probe the depths of the Dota hive mind and figure out the twists and turns of the pretzel zeitgeist. Nick, it's been a few months since the International. Has it now? Maybe just one month. I can't count. Yeah, me neither. Um, and, you know, it feels like it's been months. And we've had uh, Midas mode, obviously. Obviously. But beyond that, it feels like it's... And we'll talk about that for sure. But it feels like it's been pretty quiet in the Dota world. It feels like... Uh, it feels like they've just given up on doing much. We did get a patch. We got 7.22H, which is quite short. Mm-hmm. It, I guess better than nothing we might have gotten we might have gotten g since we last podcasted as well i don't remember probably but at this point it's like boy just they're really delaying outlanders or just really holding on to 7.22 and i'm Mm -hmm. i'm very much bored of it how about Mm -hmm. you it's like playing and watching i'm i'm ready for i'm ready for for new i would say i think i don't want to be too harsh but like yeah no i could go for i could go for a new experience here there's no um, like scourge to me. There's no like you know necro or sniper or uh-huh. something. But it's like it's it's very played out at this point. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like we understand this meta pretty well. Um, and you know, again, I think it's a, it's a pretty decent meta though. I mean, like, I, I don't know. You know, if they, it's one of those those situations like people do like the like oh you know if they keep you know reducing you know like. Lena's cooldown pretty soon it's gonna be negative or whatever yeah. and along those lines if they keep fucking the offlane as hard as they have pretty soon <laughs> it's gonna be like you know if you want to be offlane you know you start at level zero and you owe money to it's just like they just they just keep fucking over the offlane worse and worse and worse <laughs> it's the extremely hard lane i remember when uh when shrines first came out and it was like the offline was suddenly like oh this is the easy lane this is like the fuck people up everybody come up here yeah it was great it was really fun because i never play safe lane so i like (laughs) not safe lane uh carry safe lane support honestly it didn't make a difference because your job was always to get murdered in lane so it's like you take that shrine uh oh yeah mcgreed's I uh, I had a, a person in one of my pubs like yell at me for popping the shrine as an offlaner recently because the mid laner had been dove and I was like yeah and then they walked away and they bottled it to full so I popped the shrine so that I didn't die like what are you talking about <laughs> people just you know they got to be critical much easier to be I critical guess. of others than yourself mm-hmm we played some. We played some games in the in the time since. Not too many. Uh, you together. I mean, but um, I do want to talk about one of the games that we did have together, which was a turbo game, uh, where I played Undying and you played uh, Tree and Protector. Oh yes. Um, it was of course it was turbo, but uh, I got a I got a six minute ags. <laughs> that 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 lane was very large guy. Yeah, that was that was that lane was like a was a, like a race king lion, and they just let us do whatever we wanted. <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, um, it was one of those turbos. Yeah. It was yeah it turbo good. sometimes. 
Turbo sometimes just completely, completely uh, snowballs out of control. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the times where it was fun. Because, listen, like, is there, even if you're not winning or you're not, like, like kicking ass, is there anything feel that feels better than being in Undying <laughs> in a game where fights are happening all the time? Yeah. It's just, you're in your element. And you, you just get to... strength. I I got yeah we really we really were like before I got the axe there was a point where I had stolen I think it was forty eight strength in a fight at least yeah. and I was just and I was like just the like, lion was down to base HP I'm pretty sure it was just a paper <laughs> yeah and there were I like I swear. I, I, I've never seen anyone fight Undying quite like this, where they were like, shit, it's Undying. Everybody t- walk into as tight of a circle as possible. And I'm like, this is Ooh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, good. I just got free shit off his tree. And, I, you know, I got a, like, so much leech seed heal that game. I remember mm, I was looking at yeah. the stats. Yeah, you, you, it was you goofy. topped that, those those charts for, for leech seal. Top of the charts. Uh, so... I'm curious. Um, overall, I, I have some thoughts about, about calibration and stuff, though it's all been reset. I haven't recalibrated for the new season yet. Um, but, like, you have probably had time to calibrate in both both support and carry by now, right? That's a no, I guess. Actually, uh, wait. I think it is. Oh, it's actually probably true. I'll load up Dota. There was a point when, you know, people in our friend group were, like, hankering for ranked because of, you know, the recal and the, the season change and everything like that. But sure. besides that, I I think recently we've fallen off because the We Like Total League has started back. Actually, no, we kind of have... Hmm. I, I play, like, two serious games a week now, at least, because mm. the WLDL is the best of two. Mm-hmm. So it's like I play at least those, and then I feel like everyone's... You know, enthusiasm has somewhat died down, right? Because the ranked recal isn't super new. Uh, but here we go. Stats. No. <laughs> Core, 10 games remaining. Support, 8 games remaining. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I've actually calibrated more than you have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before the, the season rolled over, I did manage to calibrate both rules. Uh, yeah. For the previous season. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was curious, I was like, I feel like I'm a great test case for how is their model working, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, let me make sure, I always mix up, I don't remember the fucking names of, of the MMRs <laughs> yeah. anymore. Let me let me look this up. Um, so I was a, uh, on support, I was Archon 7. Mm-hmm. And on carry, I was Archon 5. And that's not true. <laughs> on my support, I was winning almost every game. On my carry, I was losing every game. So I think I think you know they said they did some adjusting for the new season. Uh, hopefully, they do a better job account because like they were just wrong about me. And I like there were there were games where I had to I won my team over almost every time by being like I'm really sorry. Dota thinks I'm better than I am. I'm really not good. <laughs> I bet you'll probably shoot up in support though. Support all support Hopefully all duo. I think I, th- games there. I think I'll make legend in support. Mm-hmm. Um, oh for sure. But but I I do think I should be maybe Archon two or three as a carry. 
I, I don't think I'm a crusader. I might be a carry <laughs> crusader. Like, I'm really bad. <laughs> oh, the best one is when I calibrated last season as Guardian because of my party MMR. Wow. Yeah, I was like a Guardian 7. That was my crowning achievement. <laughs> you were, like, really, you were the famed 1K warrior. Them. Like, I'm not that good, but, you know, the games were uh, interesting. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I don't know. It, it feels like there's... I don't know, the, the calibration is, is weird right now. I think because of that factor, because unintentionally, the like, the role stuff has made it so that people are playing specific roles. Like, I mean, especially, I feel like, the support thing, right? Where supports just have better queue times. And so, yeah. not everybody, but there are people who are like, okay, I'll start playing support because I want to play Dota. <laughs> um, and their support MMR is actually really low in, 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 in practical effect. And mm-hmm. so there you get people who don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, ranked roles is... I don't know. I think I will continue to develop my thoughts, my now unbiased thoughts. I've, you know, because I've been the mm-hmm. huge opponent of ranked roles for a while. Because, you know, if it's tied to League of Legends, but I think I've rid myself of the stigma in my thinking. So I'm more objective mm-hmm. these days, but there's definitely a lot of problems still. I think I think a lot of it's just like like honestly like cultural. And what I mean by that is like the the, the expectations and the like defined roles within Dota yeah. are don't are aren't smoothly adapting into ranked roles. I think if we have ranked roles for another year, it'll work out. Hmm. Um, but right now we're having we're having some growing pains, you know. Yeah, especially like so we'll get it. You know, I guess we'll get it now. Eternal Envy has, you know, been on the eye of Reddit, and I see him complaining lots on Twitter these days when I see his tweets mm-hmm. because it's not just him. It's like every pro pro player when they try to solo queue just will have almost infinite queue times, like eight hour, five hour queue times. It's like. I, you, yeah what do you do yeah. about that like there's a tiny pool of them and if you have ranked roles then people are just going to queue for the role that they quote-unquote play or you know they're training for mm-hmm. i don't it's not like people didn't do that before and like fight for roles but it this has you know kind of made it an ultimatum it's like yeah i'm not going to queue for the other thing versus fighting for it at least in the draft stage it's it's a it's a really it's a really a tricky problem um and i think it isn't helped by like i do kind of get it right i do kind of see i'm going to use specifically ee as an example because i'm better i'm better acquainted with his situation i do kind of get where this comes from but he is ruining people's games by queuing as a support and then insisting on picking carry and throwing if he doesn't get it yeah i mean he is, but I can't blame him. Almost like I can't. Eight I, hour I can't. Two times. I get it. I can blame him. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like he's doing the right thing, but it's a completely understandable thing. After like everyone has eight hour queue times. Yeah, I mean, I think what needs to happen is, I mean, like, okay, so there are, there are a couple layers here, right? One is if you look like, let's look at another sport, right? Let's look at baseball. The way the Dodgers play prepare for baseball isn't that they go to the park and challenge randos to games of baseball. 
And right now, that's the way Dota pros prepare for Dota. They're like, let me just, let me just, like, muscle my way into, the, into this game of Little League and hit homers off of every pitch and then make fun of them. Um, and it's like, that's not a healthy model. I think the, I think the Dota, like, Valve needs to help them, but I think the Dota teams themselves need to come up with a better system of, like, constant scrims against each other. You yeah. need to get your practice that way. I, I somewhat agree. I mean, I, I agree that that would be good, but on, on the other hand, like one of the, the beauties and, you know, the unique things about esports and like, especially Dota, it's like, you know, you, you get these pub stars who like rise up out of nowhere, right? And it's like, you know, it's the Dota dream. Anyone can do it, right? You just play solo queue on your own and suddenly you're the best in the world and, you know, you're a smale and you make millions of, of dollars. So... It's like, you know, I wouldn't want it to just be, oh, there's this exclusive club that only teams get access to. And so if you're not on a team, you don't really get to play with everyone else who's really good. I don't know. It would kind of sort itself out, too, because there'd be enough people. But well, and I mean, like you could like I I stop me if I'm wrong here. I may just be uninformed. Right. But is there anything stopping Jackie from just queuing for a normal match and getting a match? I wonder what normal matches are like at high MMR. Like, you never hear about how high MMR normals go. I'm sure it's much less strict matchmaking. Right. But, I, you know, I wonder if that's even useful if it's not that strict. I mean, you know... I mean, it's more useful than an eight-hour queue time, for sure, though. Right. And, like, I mean, at at what, like, what value is... Are these players really getting out of being if, if it's taking that long to find them a match, if the if the gap between them skill wise, between them and the people they're matching with is that big, what are they getting out of playing the, with them other than, you know, getting to practice the mechanics of the game? Yeah. It's like you literally need to coordinate a time when all the high MMR randos will play, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, you know, hard. It's not going sure. to happen. But it's like and it, with an eight, you know, even a three hour queue time, it's like you're literally waiting for other people to like get on their computer at that point. Valve's like, shit, guys, there's not enough people on their computers right now. I mean, like, OK, imagine this, right? Um, there is uh, so Tetris 99. Are you familiar with this title? Yeah, I think you talked about it. it's the one that had the battle royale deal yes it's a, it's a tetris game that came out for the nintendo switch that has a battle royale they updated very recently with a new mode called tetris maximus Ooh. which is exclude which is a option on the menu that if you were to fire up that game right now you would not be able to pick it is exclusively for people who have previously won ah. if you've won you can queue into this match making system for winners right yeah and so what if there was a queue option for people who were registered Dota, like, competitive players? I you, You'd have a wide diversity. Like, it wouldn't just be, you know, your EGs. You'd have, you'd have like, your Planet Odds and stuff on there, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have lower-level teams. But basically, like, okay, now if, if you're uh, a professional or semi-professional Dota player, you can sign up for this, and we will matchmake within this pool. And so, like... Maybe you're not going to like, because that's the other thing is we have, we have acknowledged the MMR problem, right? We're trying to work on it, but like where 
PPD is not high MMR, even though PPD is high skill. Yeah. And so if if you have that system, then it's like, no, you're a pro. You're in the pro queue. We're not. We're gonna we're gonna try and match you based on some factors because at that point you're like, I know who these players are. We can have data points about them and use that. And I know I, I'm asking this. I know this is a big ask. I feel like they could just do that. I mean, it is a big ask, right? Because it's somewhat individual. Just like with the data they have in the existing matchmaking, they could just add that. I guess. Well. The thing is, I don't know if they can because I think what we've what has been proven is that their their formula needs improvements, right? Like I think you need to account for difference. I think, like for example, in that system, I think you get like, what if you made a team? Here's here's a hypothetical. Yeah, you have like, okay, it's a bunch of players queue up, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna match make a team. I'm gonna do five pros versus five pros. Uh team one is uh puppy yapsor ppd and uh like i don't know fata and s4 versus arteezy sumail burning and you're like okay these teams don't work these are all pros these teams don't work and the result is going to be a bad match that isn't good for anybody to practice in yeah do you need like roll queue for them? Do you need like this to be? Because mm-hmm. that doesn't seem great either. Maybe you maybe you insist that people can't only check one box. It's like no, you have to pick two rolls in this in this because the because people are so scattered apart. Like puppy, I'm sorry, you also need to be able to play four. But I think the hard five is like the position nobody wants, though, right? So it's like whoever. Hmm. I mean, if you're trying to practice and that's the role you play, then you want yeah. It. And also, if you're playing with other pros who, I'm not going to say they're tr- going to treat you with respect, but they're going to probably, like, you know who they are and they know who you are. So there's going to, there's there's that level of anonymity that makes people dickheads that is gone. <laughs> um, you're not, you're presumably not going to have some, you know, your, your carry player telling you to kill yourself when, you know, in a week you're going to play him in a land. <laughs> I Maybe. don't know. You never know. <laughs> you know listen there's there are some players i could name Sometimes who would probably go still the do opposite that. way yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> don't <laughs> special line of matchmaking in the code never put ppd and rtz in the same match <laughs> yeah I, something with more i don't know it's 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 a good idea yeah, I don't know. Like, the more I've thought about this, I'm like, geez, I just don't know. I don't know the solution. Like, there's not a, a – by definition, there's not a lot of people who are the best, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? And it's like Dota especially, it's not just like your MMR is how good you are at the game. It, like, is that, but also Dota's a super team game, and it's very different each game and unique and yada, yada, yada. It's not just like, oh, we'll just group the top this many people together, and then they will always have 50% win rates against each other if we just let them spin for eternity. Like, there's the meta, there's different chemistries with people, there's the draft. Sure. It's like, But you don't need a 50% win rate, you just need good matches. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think that's those are related. Not a certainty either, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I don't know, like, I... I'm a fighting game player, right? Mm-hmm. And I play my friend Miodrog often. And there are games. Uh, an example of that would be Blaze Blue, 
where on the average session I don't win a single game. Mm-hmm. They're still good sessions. Yeah. I still learn things and I have a good time, but I get my ass kicked. <laughs> and I think that can happen in Dota as long as there's, you know, like I think the criteria for it happening in Dota are frankly a little a little harder to reach. Yeah. I think it but I still think that's an idea too. But and also it depends on the person, right? Like I think I think part of being a pro is being able to learn from defeats in a way that some pub players cannot. For sure. Hmm. So. But we'll see which of that, you know, grab bag of ideas Valve decides to take and implement. Well, listen, we haven't had one in a little while. It's been a it's been a hot minute since they've they've maybe maybe we've fallen out of favor. I mean, listen, they just nerfed Windranger. Clearly they don't yeah, love true. us. <laughs> when that when I saw seven point two two H, such a short patch, and one of the things was just a Windranger nerf. I was like, six, I'm so sorry. Got some bad news. I'll be real. The nerf is to the mana region talent. That talent was too strong. It, I'll be honest, it was it too was strong. It was like necess- one of those necessary talents. Uh-huh. And it made it so that mana was never a problem for Windranger thereafter. Yeah, but it was like before. It's like, oh, you just gotta get there, gotta get there, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was strange. such a it was such a big spike. Um, so I can I can understand. I do think uh, it was part of the reason it was such a big deal is because without that, she's just not strong enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I I do see that the first step is taking away that spike and looking at her with honest eyes, and I choose to believe that that's what Valve is doing. Valve is saying, okay. It's not that we want to nerf Windranger. It's that this part of Windranger abnormally makes her stronger. So we need to take it away so we can get a real look at what needs to be changed. I think Windranger is... Let me think about this. She's one of the worst mid-heroes if you don't have mana. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think what that's does she actually true. do? Yeah. She's got a great bow, though. Great and bones. to be honest, she's she's still one of the worst mids with mana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you've got That's a fact we can accept. You've got wind run for when you want to be out of the lane for a minute. <laughs> um and you've got power shot for when you want to push the lane a little. And maybe if if your if your opponent isn't paying attention, harass them. She's she's sounds like a recipe for success. Mm. Yeah, no. It's, it's, but at, at least, I'll shut up! I'll shut up! Don't get, don't get me my bitching train. Yeah. Um. So speaking of updates, we got an update to the Dota Plus very recently. That that Dota Plus technically, over there. technically we did. I uh, got some new got some new outfits. I uh, got the new the friends and foes feature from the battle pass. Got some new chat wheel sounds. Some new quests. Um. Got better creep pull timers and ward suggestions. Um, and the avoid player functionality. Yeah. Now, now I haven't talked to you about this. Where do you fall on this? Uh, it's weird. Okay, like, I can go with you Nobody there. who wants to avoid players is going to buy Dota Plus in order to avoid players. <laughs> This is going to be, oh, this person ruined my match. I'm going to spend $5 a month. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a reactionary purchase. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's like a pop. You finish a match and a pop up comes up and says, "Like, did you have a terrible time? <laughs> well, boy, what if you I gave have. us $5? <laughs> that would be pretty good, though. Oh, that would be great. If you could get a notification that somebody bought Dota Plus because of you. 
Like someone has avoided you in bot Dota plus because of how you acted. Uh, yeah, just have like just have the avoid button uh, avoid button on the option screen for everybody. But if you click it, it just takes you to the store. <laughs> if you don't have Dota plus, <laughs> that would be good. And then, oh, and no, then no, yeah, no, 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 six. You just did it. That's it. That's the one they're taking. And then, and then you get the you get the notification that says like someone bought Dota Plus to avoid you, and then you get like the the um the stacking gold sound of like the tinkling coins. <laughs> Multicast. No six. They're gonna take that suggestion. I'm fifty percent sure they're gonna put that button on there, and it's gonna do nothing. It's like oh, this feature is not available for Dota Plus users. Click here to get Dota Plus. Um. Beyond that. How do you feel about this? Feature? I so I'm I'm still on the Dota Plus train, still shelling out that cash, and I just was like, when the battle pass ended, I was like, what the hell? They ripped out all the Dota Plus features. I guess they weren't Dota Plus features; they were battle pass features, like the yeah. creep stack timing stuff. I was like, wait, wasn't this just Dota Plus? That's what I thought too. And yeah. I was like, oh, they updated it and they put it all back. That was my reaction. Oh, cool! They put features back in that they already had. So, okay, I have, I have, to, to that, I think that they are now using the battle pass to sort of, like, beta test features they want to add to Dota Plus. I bet they have more people who buy the battle pass than Dota Plus, by far, though. But I bet they get more money, or at least they rely on, on Dota Plus more, because it's mm-hmm. a recurring, inc- like, it's like how teachers technically get paid nine months a year but most of them opt to get paid 12 months a year because they want the the consistent income i'm gonna come at it i'm gonna i think you're right but from the opposite angle i bet once they have these features in the battle pass and they've tested them and they work they're just like oh let's just throw them onto dota plus while we have them Mm, that could also be it because they're not going to sell another battle pass until next year right so they could Mm -hmm. i guess rip them out (laughs) before who knows hmm that's a fair point. Though I guess next uh, year, I don't know. Next year, it's people won't get it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's. I think us thinking about it is like a hundred percent more thought than Valve puts into doing that kind of thing. <laughs> just I like, don't think it oh, is actually. Throw them in. Really? Because I think specifically this feature. So avoid player as a feature is a feature that's. I know it's in. Uh, it's been in Overwatch for a long time, right? Hmm. It's. Sure. It's not like a brand new idea to Dota. Um, there are people who have concerns with it as far as people like breaking matchmaking by just using a void player on anyone who bothers them, um, right. which like, okay, well then they'll have fucked over their own matchmaking. And I don't feel bad for them. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't worry that much about that. Um, what I do find interesting is people saying like, well, this should be just a base feature of Dota 2. It's weird to have a function that's this like quality of like not quality of life quality of of sanity yeah being locked behind a paywall and my answer to that is i think dota plus is bit by bit they're trying to turn dota into like not necessary but like oh if you play dota you're gonna be playing the paying a monthly fee for this game that's the monetization model these days is like you don't have to pay monthly but you should really be paying monthly Yeah, I I guess I agree. I haven't really thought about that because you know I'm one of the frogs in the pot, and they're bringing mm-hmm. me up to a boil. But I, it does make sense. Like if you just make, if you 
not make it so good. If you make Dota Plus have so many things that people want to use, I guess, or are used to using, oh, mm-hmm. that's it. They get you used. They know most people are going to buy the Battle Pass who like seriously play Dota. Oh. And they get you used to the features and then they take them away for just a little bit of time. And then they put them in Dota Plus saying, hey, guys, we're you like this feature. So we put them in Dota Plus. And so right, now you've converted, yeah, you've converted battle pass onlys to your your monthly whales. I definitely think that's I definitely think that's a factor, and I think like part of what's going on here is you're going to keep seeing this going forward. But like they like part of what Dota has always had over League is like people or have always said like no, you just you just pick up Dota and you play it. it mm-hmm. You don't need money, um, and that reputation is valuable to them. So they're not they're never going to do a thing where it's like, hey, if you want a random button, you're going to need Dota Plus. Hey, if you want like I don't fucking know, like if you want to be able to to search the shop by typing things in <laughs> because they can't take things away. Yeah. The, what they do is they add new features and make them Dota Plus exclusive. So the regular player experience, like you know, you'll get your balance patches, you'll get your map changes and stuff. As far as like quality of life changes, people who aren't getting plus don't expect to basically get any of them ever again i don't think you will i think you're right yeah it does make or they'll yeah yeah (laughs) like we talked about when it came out the death breakdown thing that shows you Mm -hmm. what kind of damage you died from and stuff it's like how's that not just like in the game because the death summary was so awful remember yeah like (laughs) i forgot about that was it bugged or it was People were really upset about the death summary for a while. I don't remember why. It was like it was extremely useless for some reason or wrong. And then they released this new thing, and it was um, you know amazing in comparison. And it's just like why why isn't that just part of the game? It seems like a core part of the game, but mm-hmm. not, not it doesn't have to be right. Like it's not a core gameplay thing. It's just quality of life, like you said. What if you could have a game that was effectively a game with a monthly fee? but had a reputation and everyone advertised it as being totally free. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like great, great situation for a company? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's happening. Yeah. I. They don't have a lot of motivation to put out free features. Yeah. Like, sure, you know, the, the entire game will be free for forever, hopefully. I don't think you can turn that off at this point. No. But, like, in terms of... I mean, Valve isn't one isn't huge on quality of life or upkeep. Period. But if they do do it, there's no reason to do it for free. Like, definitely just going to link it to Dota Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you're right. You got it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, those two those two topics down. Let's talk about Midas mode. Midas uh, mode. Uh. Uh. Was uh, out in full effect, um, and uh, turns out we couldn't overcome his evil. No, we did not. How much did you uh, end up watching? Not enough. I watched Same. all of day one. I watched half of day two. I am going to watch more. I've been very busy. <laughs> yeah. I I was kind of the same way. I I didn't watch all of day one stuff, but I was was more active at the beginning. But I there was you know. It, first off, it was a great tournament. So glad it happened. So glad they did it. Can't believe how good it, it was, frankly. 
you know, even for just like a regular third party Dota th- thing, like it was great. And then honestly, the fact... day one was really fucking rough. Was it? Oh, well, I mean, there were a lot of technical issues. Yeah, that's right. I think that I watched the most on day two. Yeah, that's right. I want to see more. Like, um, I, I, I am hopeful that uh, that they they worked it out, and that in, in further days things were things were a little less a little mm-hmm. less bumpy. Um, but I mean, like you know, I saw like Navi versus OG, which was a fantastic series. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Um, there were a lot of a lot of really good games, and it was really exciting. Yeah, and they figured you know the map stuff out after day one, so the map was mm-hmm. back on day two. Right. And the thing is, like with the amount of time they had after the whole qualifier fiasco, I think it was. I'm very impressed by what they had because, like, imagine the amount of time they lost from having to do that whole like team nonsense with the qualifiers because everybody dropped when they announced the qualifiers. It's yeah. zero teams, and it's like if they didn't have that whole turbulence, they could have put more time into the map, into the economy, you know, strategy, and I think it would have turned out a little bit better. But at least you know they did it. I hope they made money. And I hope it was a good time for them. It seemed like it was. Yeah. Uh, Shoutouts to, to Team Amborgesa, who, uh, in the wake of their performance here, has gotten a contract. They are now the Beast Coast team. Oh. Oh, yeah, because Beast Coast <laughs> destroyed themselves during the tournament or something. Yeah, Beast... I mean, Beast Coast had a, a lineup. Um, I don't have any personal beef with any of those people. But I think that's a combination of people that was kind of doomed. <laughs> yeah. I just heard they uh, they were no longer there and they were replaced by, you know, streamer stack or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But OG definitely had the most fun and they were like eliminated the soonest too. They didn't really sort out the economy until like the very end. Apparently China had a lot of fun too. Which, you know, I hope they would because they have, you know, burning on a team <laughs> the burning <laughs> burning who won zero games yes yeah. <laughs> i think that's a good sign right og or the first eliminated means they're having a good time but like they got a lot of moon bucks for winning and stuff like mm. that so it was like not a lot of the bounties were done in comparison to last year i feel like i, I didn't watch yeah. the whole thing right but uh, that's the vibe i got mm-hmm and then they started ramping up exponentially the prices of heroes later on. And I think they totally removed getting moon bucks for losses or something. It was a lot tougher by the end. It's, it's, yeah, I want to, I really want to see days three and four because, um, I liked the previous year better. Um, yeah. I still had a great time with this tournament, but there was a level of like people were not taking it seriously last year in a way that was actually really fun to watch like you remember when they implemented the bomb to stop people from randoming (laughs) and 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 i forget who it was one of the teams i think it was uh i don't know it was one of the chinese teams i think who randomed and got the bomb they lost a huge chunk of their moon bucks and they didn't skip a beat they literally within a fraction of a second just clicked random again they did not give a shit (laughs) um is it, there's something i will I, I there's the sound that will never leave me of drafting in midas mode one 
diet radiant diet radiant <laughs> diet diet radiant and you're just like oh my god <laughs> oh shit uh, yeah it I, was great they've they, it's not in the bottle yet it's not in the bag but there's definitely magic out there that they are chasing after to capture with this kind of mm-hmm. tournament that needs to be out there like the first tournament turned into a charity like remember this one was actually technically for a prize pool mm-hmm. like the first one I think during the tournament it turned into a charity like mm-hmm. because there was some weirdness with I think how the money was going to be allocated or something and then I think Secret or EG or something said like they were going to donate all the proceeds and then every other team came out and did that too and that was awesome and you know go mm-hmm. Dota but I don't you know I don't know how you get how you motivate teams to come but motivate them to be goofy to, to have a good time you know i mean i think what you have to do is you have to make the prize like you have to distribute the prize pool in such a way where it's like basically it doesn't matter yeah. right where it's like you get you get enough money for, for it to be worthwhile just for coming and the stratification isn't that strong yeah um i do like the things that really the things that really warmed my heart were like you know seeing navi together again <laughs> was really nice and like you know puppy talking or not puppy uh dendy like talking on twitter about like how it felt have felt like the old golden days and like he really was was touched there was also there was a there was i was surprised there was a meme that dendy made that i caught that the announcers did not oh uh in their games against og there was a point where uh og went to gank host and Havos just murdered, he killed four of them, right? And and uh, they were walking away, and Dendi said four in all chat. And and the announcers were like, that's right, Dendi, he killed four of them. Wrong. You missed the meme. The meme is an ancient meme, Uh-oh. back when Navi was still around. And a Dota tournament had ratings for all the, all the teams, and they rated Navi's carry at four out of ten. <laughs> And then there was a time where uh, the, the enemy team tried to gank Havost, and he solo killed three of them, and Dendi all chatted four. <laughs> oh and, the, and the commentators were like, well, actually, that was three, Dendi. And it's like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, the ultimate callback. What a... <laughs> Ten points to six and door. Wow. Nice. They gotta That's, bring you to I, bonus mode. Well, we'll I, I, was, I, was, I was really like, did he really just do that? <laughs> <laughs> that's sick i love uh, that kind of stuff that's awesome so it was it was really it was really heartwarming it's nice like og og got destroyed um because they were just fucking around and i respect yeah. that i mean they had the least to prove out of anybody <laughs> <laughs> they do not need the money right after a big check yeah no they were just there having fun and i i really respect that Anna came um, out of retirement right he's in australia with like 300 ping or some shit <laughs> Such fun. Yeah, they did have they did have a couple of uh, uh, subs though. Yeah, uh, slacks subs for Navi on like day three or four. Does he? I didn't he know. That. I knew Soxa did, but he had some awesome plays. There were some good highlights. Isn't there? Uh, there was um, there was a, a female pro they had around who was on on call to be a sub. I don't remember. Uh, the Mox? No, Moxie was a caster sheepstick no i think sheepstick yes yep 
what was what was the deal? I that was my first time ever, ever sure. hearing of her. <laughs> I've heard of her before. She's like one of the. Do, hmm. How do I know? I've heard of her. She's been around. I don't think she's Moonduck affiliated, but maybe she's just been around. Hmm. Because it's yeah, like. I don't want to make a big fuss out of it because there's not that much to make a fuss out of. But, yeah. you know, hey, every single professional Dota 2 player that gets attention is male. Uh, <laughs> there's no reason that needs to be the case other than obviously the, you know, culture problems we have. Well, um, I, I feel like the the small, not to insult Midas Mode 2, you know, the small community-based events are the best places to change video game-like Well, sure, sure, it's easier to... And, you know yeah. atmosphere so like if you're gonna make it a better if you make you know if you're gonna try to make a scene of any type better like doing it grassroots is like the the way to do it it's the best way to do it right like you can actually make the scene more welcoming for people that way i feel like so i'm <laughs> you know i'm glad to see that they do that because you know, I mean, compared to any other Dota event, there was a lot of, like much better gender diversity at Midas Mode Two. It seemed like. Sure, that's just true. Uh, I just happened to stumble onto the uh, Slack's uh, Liquipedia page. Uh, trivia: According to Kanner, which is his last name, if you didn't know, uh, he was contacted during a stay in Sweden by Sunsfan early in the morning and was immediately asked to fill out an information sheet. Once Kiner submitted the form, Sunsfan simply told him, Welcome to DC. The application in question turned out to be an application form for the International 2016, five minutes before the roster lock. What? <laughs> so that's Jesus how he Christ. became a sub for DC. Sunsfan's like, oh, oh we need God. a subs. And just just told Slacks to sign something. <laughs> Slacks is amazing. That's the setup for an anime. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There's some stupid sitcom like oh time to move to sweet what did i just sign oh no i'm living with six hot girls and we're playing dota <laughs> oh i would watch slacks in a sitcom a slacks com the thing is he wouldn't end up with anyone that's no, not how the show goes <laughs> it, it ends with everyone bug. being like i'm never going to talk to you again <laughs> He would, you know, grow. He would learn about himself and be like, you know, all I need is me and Mr. Roo. And then they'd walk off into the sunset playing Artifact. There you go. There you go. The, <sighs> the VR Roshan was uh, hilarious. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> amazing. I, I, it was like, I'm sure it wasn't as satisfying for the person in the VR Roshan booth. I felt kind of mm -hmm. bad for them at times because people were just avoiding Roshan. But every team's first experience where they go into Rosh <laughs> and they just get like bashed six times within a second and then just run out of the pit is, is just phenomenal. They're all chatting out. <laughs> yeah. I think he grabbed Envy at one point, right? Like Super Rosh was like bugged or intentionally grabbed onto envy or something and was just shaking him around it's hilarious <laughs> i just like i do really love like I, I i which team was it i think it was alliance maybe where they went in and they went out and loda was like what is wrong with rush <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, i'm sure it got old but it was it was great i loved it you need uh. stuff like that and then, and then, you know, the illusion was on the first day. The illusion was broken. Of like, no, you can, you can take this down. You can do it. You may need a specific team comp, but you can beat Roche. Well, and then there was the Super Roche. Yeah, I actually never saw a Super Roche. 
Oh, I think maybe I only saw highlights, but they were some good highlights. <sighs> well, I, I still I'm I'm looking forward to watching more. Of course, we had regional winners. Is how this worked. There was no there was no grand champion because in the tradition of last year. Um, where Sir Midas challenged the winners of different regions to play in a, a, a grand final match, and they declined. Um, there was no grand final match this year. Winners were J Storm for the Americas, uh, Alliance for Europe, and Fnatic. Oh wait, that's the standings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Overall winners, J Storm again. Uh, Sir Sadim Stunners. I was like, wait, I thought Sir Sadim Stunners win. And Vici. Um, Sir Sadim Stunners pulling an upset. Yeah. I must say. Uh, they looked. Uh, I think the phrase was "clown shoes" in their early games. They did not look. They did not look good. Um, I believe before the tournament, there was a there was a like um, Wagamama was streaming, mm-hmm. and someone in chat was like, "Like, have you guys got a game plan?" And he was like, "Chat, I'm gonna be honest. We still haven't spoken. <laughs> we were told that we were on the same team, and we were like, sure. <laughs> Just relax. Anything for you, buddy. Uh and then they they won, they won the whole thing. <laughs> they probably then they got some cash. I gotta say though, like honestly, watching them, like I mean, obviously they didn't, they they weren't a very cohesive unit, right? Yeah. No surprise there. But like, you you watch them and you're like, oh right, Sing Sing was a pro. <laughs> Sexy Bambo was slash is a pro. Like these are players who like, they really know what they're doing. And Cinder is still Cinder. Yeah. Right, Cinderin's still Cinderin, but also Cinderin has good game sense, even if he's he has good game sense, not good survival instincts. But <laughs> I've never takes, seen an undying die that much. That's <laughs> uh, uh, it's, I, I assume the reason there were no bounties picked that were the Cinderin award because it would be unfair. <laughs> he would get the Cinderin award every game without trying. Yeah. Uh, have you looked at the bounties for the days you missed? Um, I saw f- uh, some of them. There are some. There are some very good ones. There are some very. <laughs> Did good anybody ones. ever I... do Quack Quack Quack? The Great Migration. People tried. <laughs> okay, that's good. God, God bless them. They, tr- but like, <laughs> I think there was one where um, uh, Amvorgesa tried it, and all and everybody else on the team just sort of wandered off and got murdered. <laughs> And then, and, uh, fucking, like, Chris Luck got to the end of the river and was like, my team are all morons. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I really, um, I really have enjoyed watching Chris Luck. He's a, he's a fun fucking player. I hope, uh, <sighs> I hope we get a minus mode three. Did the, at the very end, we get a, a big reveal. Uh, not on the stream, so it's not even a spoiler because the stream apparently cuts off. But uh, there is a there is a father of Sir Sadim and, and Mr. Midas. There's a father figure, and his name is Daddy Talon. Oh no! <laughs> I thought we destroyed <laughs> you. <laughs> yep. I can't wait. Uh, okay, now, what is your dream? Pizarro team for for Midas Mode 3. Eternal Envy, of course. Obvious. Eternal Envy, Dendi, Fear as the straight man, Arteezy, and oh, um, 
Illidan. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> it's going, you know, in the vein of burning. You got to appease, you know, get some some Chinese fans in there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But I feel like you definitely you need the straight man. It's the sure amongst sure. all those clowns. You got to have old man fear. They're just being like, this is fucking ridiculous. I want I want uh, moon, moo, moon meander, <laughs> miracle and miracle. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I think I think for Dota, that might actually be it for for this week. And we can we can talk a little bit about Jackie's Chow. good because uh i'm gonna request this be a shorter jackie's child because i've i've just gotten word i need to go uh, drive to my mom's house and remove a rodent from her fireplace oh my goodness it's uh me to the that's a That's that sounds like a home <laughs> home improvers of New Earth. Yes, pest control. I'll report on it on the on the next episode. All right. Well, oh, also, you you said that. the segment name, so we're now we're now in this segment, and you uh yeah you know what that right? Means. I know. Okay. I was I was gonna say we have to transition back okay. to Jackie's town. Yeah. Um, now listen, I know what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> you Nick. absolutely do. You're, uh, I can't believe I, I ever doubted you. Um, so what do have any, I don't have anything planned. What you, you said you had something? What's up? So hopefully by next episode, I will be coming to you live from my new house. I'm getting there in terms of being able to rough it there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, mm-hmm. this weekend I'm cleaning because there's a fine layer of, <laughs> or not so fine layer of uh, drywall dust everywhere I've found. So I'm going to clean that up, vacuum it, mop it up, and then hopefully I'll be coming to you live from there. And I'm not sure if I've said this before, but, you know, one of the things I was going to get as, you know, a present to myself with the new place is I was finally going to buy a Zojirushi rice cooker. Mm, so sure. I did that. Okay. And I haven't made any food in it yet. <laughs> but I'm excited. It apparently it takes longer. It takes like, I mean, you, you can tell it to go fast, but like. By default, I got one of the, the like fuzzy logic, the made in Japan ones. It's supposedly mm-hmm. very good, but it like takes forty five minutes or something to cook. Okay, sure. So I don't know what's like, what's going to be better about it. What's better about? I the assume. Rice that I assume the difference is. I mean, like with a with a normal rice, like well, not a normal with the rice cookers I'm used to. With the cheaper rice cookers, they yeah. cook a little faster, but they also tend to burn stuff on the bottom a little bit. Hmm. Like I would imagine that this would do that less. I would imagine, yeah, 
but like is that it like what i was trying to think of like I mean, what the ideal race is to me i don't know it might get it like fluffier i don't know but like you don't In- want it too fluffy right like what is your ideal race do you like more soft hard fluffier i i like it i like um can i say fluffy but firm does that make any sense sure like it's not uh, yeah spongy al, al dente no, not not al dente. I no. want it softer than al dente. Soft, okay, because it is right. Yeah, I, I want it more like like Toothy. al dente. Al dente. <laughs> this party's getting crazy. This is Dante from Duff My Cry joke. I'm nice. sorry. Um, <laughs> let's let's go to hell and talk to <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, but I'm looking forward to uh, using that because I do not have a sink in my kitchen area. I don't have a kitchen either. Mm. It's just the stove and the the fridge. And I'll probably I need to get like a table or something. Today. Did you already throw the kitchen sink? Is that what happened? You I, I literally in the sink last weekend threw out everything, including the kitchen sink. If you can believe it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I just I, um, I yeeted it into the the garbage can. You know about the uh, rice cooker pancake, right? Rice cooker pancake. Mm-hmm. No. You can make uh, pancakes in a rice cooker. Because the way mm-hmm. it cooks, it will cook all the way through. So you can make basically a pancake that is the thickness of a rice cooker, and it will just cook it perfectly all the way through. Uh, I'll so rather try than it. that, so it's like it's like it's like it's like a not just like a pancake. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a pan. It's like a cake. Uh, yeah, it's like a pan. <laughs> it's like a cake. <laughs> it's a cake that's in a pan. Yeah, you can put, it's like a cake that you put maple syrup on and, uh, you know, have a good time. Or like strawberries and whipped cream. I don't know how you roll this and I'm not going to tell you how to enjoy your cake. Have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. You can't, you you actually can't do that. I Uh, mean, like, well, you sort of can. You kind of have to have your your cake in order to eat it, but then upon eating it, you no longer have it. That's kind of how that works. Oh, wow. Life is fleeting. Life is suffering. Yeah. It's truly, truly true. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you know that today is r slash Dota 2's cake day? Really? I did not. Uh-huh. So the 4th yeah. of October, huh? Oh, wait, no, sorry. October, I misread it. It's October 13th. I'm stupid. Oh, no, we'll get them. So really? we, we, got, we got nine days. Nine oh, days. yeah, right when they're going to announce Dire Tide, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right, where's Dire now. Tide? It's yeah. right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. It went out for cigarettes. It's, it's coming back. What's the what's the, the Frostibus? Is that the Wonder one? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. It's almost time for Frostivus again. We'll have to step up our uh, game because God knows Valve won't. I want. I want one year they have to do Frosttide and Frost-tide. Dire of Us. <laughs> Just as a big F you to everybody, that'd be good. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I think with with your um, rodent concerns, mm-hmm. we're gonna go ahead and call this an episode. Um, so we're we're taking it here to the plug zone um here we are i i assume i assume you're plugging uh holes in the wall so that rodents can't get in that's your thing i don't know how they get into a, a fireplace like this is a wood stove insert into a fireplace so like i mean they went down the chimney down the chimney i guess yeah i'm gonna have to capture their the mouse i'm not quite sure are you gonna go off on the rooftop click 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 down on the summit with old saint nick because you're nick that's your name <laughs> <laughs> 
See, I've got I've got the Irish blood of making jokes, and then I've got the German ju- blood of explaining jokes. But then the Irish blood gets in the way again, so then the joke becomes that I'm explaining the joke. Because that is your name. <laughs> it is your name, you son. Because he's an ogre, he can't own the swamp. He doesn't have the land rights. If you had the chance to change your fate, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uh, do you want to plug anything? Nope. Okay. Uh, six Dammer on Twitter, S A X E T T M A R. We'll we'll call it there for now. Uh, fly safe, Nick. Uh, I shall. And up off. Peace. Peace. Peace.